I'm Aaron Armstrong. I'm Pete Moran. And I'm Bill Fox. And we love to watch. We love to watch presents the Spooktober 2020 kickoff. Spookerinos. Howdy, Spookerinos. You like being spooked? <laughs> You've heard of a dude ranch. You ever heard of a spook ranch? Or a dude spook? <laughs> Dudes do get spooked. They do get that. spooked. And hopefully that's what we're going to do this time around. Hi, where we love to watch. We're movie podcasts. Uh, typically, we pick a theme and do movies over the course of that month around that theme. Uh, and we are doing that. So it's not just typical. It's happening right now uh, in September where it, there's a theme. In October, there's a theme. You're getting that. These are bonus episodes that you're going to get throughout the month of October. This one should be kicking it off. Uh, you'll get two uh, two during the month and one afterwards is kind of a wrap up. And what is this? this is something we've done now. I think this is our fifth year doing this. Um, and that is... Peter and I have a thing that we do every year uh, where we – now, we're not the only ones. We didn't come up with this. Uh, but we try to watch uh, 31 uh, new-to-us horror movies over the course of October, Ide- which which theoretically means one for each day. What it actually means is, like, there's two or three days in there where we watch seven a day. <laughs> and then we take a week break uh, to be around our families uh, and then we like power through a few and, and that's usually how it works. Uh, and past years, we've done this as kind of intros to our uh, to our October theme month, which this is it's Evil Dead month. There's five Evil Dead episodes coming coming at you throughout October. However, just due to uh, a lot of things going on in the news, we've been recording ahead. And so those Evil Dead episodes were recorded a couple months in advance. And instead of trying to like re-edit or tack on Spooktober recaps to those, and also recognizing that sometimes they could get a little long, or Peter and I wanted to talk a little more about uh, a movie and saying, oh, shit like we have a whole movie to cover here uh it actually made sense and we did a little of an experiment with this last year to see if this was a better way to do it where we did our wrap up as its own episode in november uh and that seemed to make sense so those two factors combined means this year and uh you're just getting separate spooktober episodes uh my guess is we'll probably try to do this for for subsequent subsequent years as well as if, if it goes well if the if the listenership is relatively strong if we get good feedback basically if you say nice things to us we'll continue to do whatever you want and so yeah we're kicking off most years the first week of october which we record a little bit earlier than that we we kind of set up what our lists are what themes we've put into them what um what uh, what movies we're most excited about, or stuff that we can't wait to talk about? This is we're we're in the, we're recording this and uh, right in the smack dab in the middle of September. This is the time, Peter, where you and I usually start getting like super antsy and like, should I put in a horror movie? Should I not put in a horror movie? I made this list. I really want to watch these movies. So where we're kind of break time. 
Yeah, we're antsy in our panties. Do you think oh, that's yeah. for spooks? Oh, for spooks, yeah. I mean, we're not like antsy in our pantsy, like for, you know, some sort of like sexual release, I wouldn't say. Well, if we are, it's unrelated antsies. Wait, what exactly is yeah. a spook then? Oh, a, a spook is like a scare, a spook up. So it's not a um, sexual release. Up. Mm. It can be. I don't want to judge anyone. It's got to be a pretty good spook. <laughs> it's a really good spook. Uh, yeah. So I. So like, let's think of it this way: like the antsies in our pantsies for Spooktober are specifically like the ants from them, right? The. I mean, they're big. They're we're wearing very big pants. Uh, but the the them. Everything about this metaphor is how elegant it is. Please continue. Yeah, I'm trying to add layers to it. It's <laughs> it's like a classic uh, mud pie in a cup or whatever you call it. What are those? Mud pie in a cup? Do you know what I'm talking about? A, trif- a trifoil? No. You're talking no, about like, like the like... thing with the worm, with the gummy worm. Oh, I like... love that. Mud pie. With like the Oreo crumbled Oreos and gummy worms. Yeah, isn't it a, I think it's a mud pie. Yeah, there's like a mud cake and a mud pie. Or wait. Yeah, I mean, as far uh, my first connotation when you say mud pie is something that a horse makes, like a horse apple. Yeah, don't. I mean, if you're going to eat it, though, don't use that kind. Yeah. Use an yeah. approximation made with chocolate and cookie crumbles and a gummy worm. <laughs> it's delicious. Sorry, continue with your metaphor. Yeah. Well, I, well yeah. Well, any, anyways, they're big pants. They're the horror ants fit in there, but if it's like a sexual release ants, it's like I don't know, uh, step ant porn. <laughs> that's the kind of ant that's in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Step in porn. Okay. I mean, uh, do, do a Google search, Bill. I don't know what to tell you. Most metaphors. Are I didn't. I don't make it. I just know it exists. I couldn't think of any uh, thing coming metaphor with ants besides step ants from uh, the pornography you've heard so much about. Anyways, we're off track already, which uh, is fine because we don't have a movie to get to. Uh, <laughs> now, you'll notice Bill's here and you might go, why the fuck's Bill here? Again. Um, again. So typically one of the fun of doing these like recaps or check-ins every single week is that we're not just doing it Peter and myself, although we're happy to do that. We usually, while our, we have guests on those those episodes usually, uh, they're not they're not necessarily have a list, but they get to share some horror movies they've seen over the course of the month, give some stuff they're looking forward to for uh, for the most holy holiday of, of Spooktober. And uh, obviously with doing these separate re- recaps, that didn't make a lot of sense. So what didn't make sense to us is that so Bill, who's been on the show now a few times, who's been on for. Um, a couple horror movies, I think. Yeah, definitely. Dawn of the Dead. Have, have you been on for any other horror movies specifically, Bill? Mm, I don't know. I'm normally. I, mean, I would say all the Christmas much more inebriated movies, and I don't remember. Which is why it's fun to go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like uh, your your like twin Bill made the episode. Oh, evil Bill said some naughty things. Werewolf Bill made it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, so we, you know, one of the things that hopefully we, we try to do on the show, uh, we don't always succeed. Uh, we don't always try to do it because uh, sometimes it's movies that everyone has heard or seen usually. But is that especially during Spooktober, it's like giving recommendations to people. And, you know, Peter and I, as we kind of share what we end up watching over the course of the month, usually end up changing our list here and there because, you know, one of us spoke so passionately about a movie that we like need to add it to watch it right away. 
And that happened when guests would come on too. So Bill, even though he's he's been on a few times, he uh, and and likes movies in general. Not a horror movie guy. He is a Christmas movie guy, uh, and only a Christmas movie guy. Not a horror movie guy. And through this show, you mentioned Society. Uh, he started watching a couple, and then I think at one point texted both of us and said, "Give me like two recommendations." And I'm going to watch both because I'm starting to get the the horror movie itch. And I think we recommended Evil Dead 2 and Train to Busan. And I I believe you liked both of those quite a bit. Yes, absolutely. I'm probably more Train to Busan than the other, but they were awesome. And so as we were thinking about like, well, how are we going to like, is it just Peter and ourselves doing this over the course of, of the month? Or do we think of some some other uh, panache to add to it? And we talked and we say, you know, Bill's kind of been asking for more horror movie recommendations. What if he joins us on all of these episodes and we make him a list of 31 horror movies that he's never seen? Um, and we get to recommend some some movies because of your, you know, kind of dearth of of knowledge or watch history, we get to recommend some that Peter and I usually don't get to talk about this time of year. Not because we don't love classics, but because, uh, you know, we've just, we've seen a lot more horror movies. And so we're watching like these weird Italian things or, you know, silent horror movies that like we heard about from Rick or some shit. Um, a lot of times in our list, as opposed to like talking about some of the greatest horror movies of all time. So we thought it'd be fun. Thankfully, Bill agreed. It is a big time commitment. Uh, He's not like our lists usually end up at like 50 or 60. um, And then we usually get to somewhere in the 40 to 60 range, depending on the year. Uh, We just gave Bill 31, uh, not try to overload him. And we really try to give a mix of like one thing Peter and I talk a lot about planning a good Spooktober list is don't be like, this is the year I'm watching all the Friday the 13th movies. Like you are going to get bored by the seventh one and then decide what else can I watch? That's not uh, people getting stabbed. Like it really is important to get a, get a good balanced diet when you're watching this many horror movies in a short amount of time. So we also got to uh, kind of um, curate a list that has a lot of classics or like rediscovered classics or like current favorites in horror communities and stuff like that, but tried to mix it up with recent entries, older entries, different mini genres in the horror stuff. So, uh, so Bill, why don't you talk, you can introduce yourself a little bit if people don't know who you are and uh, let's, let's, you know, I kind of gave a little bit of your history, but why did you decide to kind of give this a shot and see how many of these you can get through? I, I don't know that I need any introduction on this podcast. At least any true fan, they all know that I'm here for no it, other. It's reason. just I'm just being polite. You don't, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> no other reason. No other beer. One of the one of the two. Yeah. Be a show for whatever it is. Um, and this time it's so you guys can hit the middle of the plate classics without having to rewatch them. Uh, <laughs> why did I agree? Not to Middle of the plate. These are all home runs, baby. Yeah, that's what happens when a ball comes down over the middle of the plate. You knock not, it out yeah, of the park. Not if you're the pitcher, then you're just yeah. sad. Yeehaw, like they always say. Yeah, and this is why you guys stick to movie references. Um, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> why did I agree to do it? I, I, I don't know. I like drinking beer and hanging out with you guys. Um, no, in all Aww. seriousness. That's, that's, the, that's the reason for the season. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, no, 
I wanted more. I think you made you know reference to the fact that I guess originally I was scared away from horror movies not because of they scared me ironically, but rather I just didn't enjoy like the pure gore of some of them, and it just wasn't enough for me, like uh, excitement wise or other instances. But I think what you guys have more or less taught me is that a lot more things qualify as horror than I had originally given it credit for. Um, mm-hmm. And so you guys haven't steered me wrong yet. Uh, I'm excited to try this. Although 31 movies for me now that I work a real job again should be a very difficult task, at least <laughs> in terms of actually watching them in one sitting. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, we are not going to, if you end up at the end of the month with 20, there's no, there's no punishment. There's not a back. Oh, not a wager. oh, thank God. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we will hold you down and we will give you raspberries on your tum-tum. Ooh. But that's... <laughs> but that's just for... That's like a present for participating. I was going to say, is it, yeah. could that be like the prize too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're, you know... Uh, and Peter and I actually, like, had a little bit of, like, spirited debate behind the scenes. Because the way we made it is Peter and I both made a list of 20 movies. Um and Peter finished his first, so I kind of knew what 20 of, of his he had made. Or else there definitely would have been a crossover. Uh, and then we gave it to Bill, and Bill pulled off, like, three that he had already seen. Um, and then, like, Peter and I kind of went back and forth in, in, like, almost, like, debate style. Like, making the case for, like, uh, why that might be too much weirdness for Bill. Or why, like... I'd love um, to hear this debate. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like that. Like, it wasn't, like, spir- too-spirited, I guess. No, no, not that it's spirited, yeah, spirited, but, like, there is some you, that's too Are you familiar with the Lincoln-Douglas debates? It was like that, but, like, but sexier. To be clear, Peter was Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Peter. All right. No, I, I thought Peter knew me. Um, um, which is really tough for an Illinois boy. Yeah, I've never, I've never had the honor of Lincoln taken away from me, but you know, you, it, you, you did operate by the uh, shotgun rules. Of <laughs> I did. I, I shotgunned yours instead of my own. <laughs> I didn't All call right. Lincoln. I made you call Douglas, <laughs> which is way worse. Um, All right. Well, let's move on from this. Uh, but yeah, we were, we were talking behind, we were talking behind the scenes, just sort of saying like, well, keeping in mind the thing Aaron was saying about maintaining a certain sense of balance, like not wanting to scare you off but also like uh wanting to stretch your boundaries just a little bit um yeah. and like how do we make a list that's like you're gonna see something you never would have seen otherwise but also like have a blast so like the the list that we put together was is it's very it was very specifically thought out and also like i think if you make it through this list you'll have seen i think not not all of them because the, the list never ends but like a hell of a lot of the best horror movies of the past 40 years how many do you how many do you think i get through um 31 i, I think, think i think you get to, through 31 uh, 31 of them well but i think you're gonna no. i think you're going to have been in the room while 31 of them reply i think bill's list is the main event we're gonna get to that um but yeah, I I think also what's really fun about this is that as we kind of talk through this stuff with Bill, like I think for most of these, if you go, oh fuck, I liked that movie, we're gonna have an- other suggestions that follow in that vein for like later on. 
Um, you know, if you say like, holy shit, I loved revenge. I can think of three movies that well, I would recommend th- to you. This after. is why I'm curious about the debate because so far your guys' recommendations I've enjoyed now with 31, like, I guess the odds would suggest that I'm not going to like all of these movies. Like, well, but again, they're really, we're going to go through them a little bit. We'll, we'll go into your list a little more in depth. We'll call it like the main show here because I'm like looking at this list and I think you can make the case for two of them being similar because they were directed by the same person. But man, like Peter, I think you'll agree. Like these just are like, there's, there's not that much similarity here. So like, I think it's we're a pretty like, diverse, it's a pretty diverse genre. And I think we've crossed a lot of, uh, what makes it that genre yeah. uh, from the past. And I'm going to judge them all by their cover. So I'll give you my, my guess. <laughs> I mean, horror, horror movies are one of the few that, like, you'll probably be 50% right if you judge me <laughs> by. So we'll get into that in a little more detail. Peter um, and Bill, you feel free to comment. You don't have to be silent for the next 20 minutes. I'm going to try and get is. drunk. So you guys, you do uh, your yeah. thing. <laughs> you drink uh, anytime we say a movie you've heard of. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so we're let's go into our list. Peter, you can start. So... Why don't you, uh, yeah, talk about, like, what were you going for this year? What's your movie? What's the number that's currently on the list? I feel like we're probably going to have less uh, random ads this year because a lot of that came from Gus going to, like, uh, like I would go to the Alamo Spook. I forget. No, I mean, I'm forgetting what it's called, Peter. The Where you see, like, uh, oh, Dismember the Alamo and you would like end up going to theaters and seeing some stuff you'd heard good things about that was getting released. I feel like our lists are going to be a little more stagnant uh, besides what we recommend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I haven't been to music box of horrors in Chicago in a few years this year. They're actually shifting it um, because I moved away. Um, but that used to be my like version of that, that like fun. I just get, uh, you know, a, uh, a blast of just different eras, different times. And like, it's kind of fun to not really pay attention to the list beforehand. Cause then at 2 AM you get a weird surprise. Uh, so uh, let's go. I'll, I'll real quickly sort of run through some of the themes of what I'm going to hit this year. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to talk about every movie, but uh, well, one uh, as, as a, a devil worshiper, uh, I always love to have like a nice chunk of, um, the satanic panic or yeah. fear of the devil or devil worshiping occult movies in my in my stack um and so there's a few in here there's to the devil a daughter which is uh okay. you know so, sort of a, a supposed to be like the the end of an era um for classic british horror as it was sort of sort of starting to uh, uh become a more mature and yet grindhousey genre um that one looks pretty sick. It's got a nun on the cover, so I'm assuming it's non-sploitation. Um, Blood on Satan's Cloth is a movie I've been wanting to see for a few years, and now is available more places, so I get to, to on finally my list check as well. Yeah, yes, it's been on, it's been on my list for for uh, for a long time, and um, I actually bought it last year, and I was going to save it for my finale, and I was a little burnt out for my for October 31st, so I watched uh, rewatched a couple of classics as opposed to a new one, so. Uh, I might I might kick it off with that this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm really excited to see it, and it's actually like accessible now, which is going to be a theme this year. Is like movies that have been on my list for five years, <laughs> but have actually been hard to find. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, Beyond the Door is another sort of devil, devil-y, devil worship oh. one. I think that might be a uh, Exorcist cheapo ripoff, but it's on Shudder now. So there you go. Um, and then not quite in the same vein, but I'm going to give it a good shot to uh, both watch um, all of the Hell House movies. Hell oh, House yeah. Um, I know that's like more of a uh, found. I've only seen I've only seen the first one, and it's great. I've heard mixed things about the next two, but I still want to. Yeah, the first one's great. Yeah, yeah. But like you said about the Friday the Thirteenth, you know, just making yeah. a series your your Spooktober run. Like if I'm not like super into the first one, I'm I'm probably just gonna stop there and move yeah. on to something else. Um, Jigoku is another one I'm gonna watch. Great um, movie. Sort of a Japanese vision yeah. of hell. Very excited to see that. Um, and yeah, those those are sort of like the the devilly devilly movies uh, that I'm trying to trying to ch- check out. Every year, I also like to have a few movies that I think I I will find disgusting, and there's a fifty fifty coin flip chance that I will hate. <laughs> um, and uh, the house that Jack built by Lars von Trier. Oh yeah, uh, I haven't and, seen it, but yeah, and uh, Dance with the Devil, aka Perdita Durango, um, is uh, the other one on the list, which is. I believe Perdita Durango is an adaptation of, like, it's supposed to be sort of like a, not an adaptation of, but it's supposed to be similar to, like, the Mickey and Mallory uh, movie, um, Natural Born Killers. Like, it's supposed oh, to be yeah. about just, like, the most vile couple going around doing, like, awful, awful shit, uh, committing the worst crimes possible. Um, sounds pretty fun. It's also got a young uh, Javier Bardem in it, so that'd be kind of interesting. Aaron, what if, Aaron, do you have any, while we're there, do you have any movies on your list that are you, you're like? Yeah, I have one. This will rep- um, be reprehensible. Yeah, I have one, and, like, I'm honestly, like, scared to watch it. Like, not because... I feel like I get that way with a few movies. That happens to you, Peter. We we talked about that with Martyrs, where Martyrs was one. I was like, man, when am I going to be in the mood for fucking Martyrs? Um, I, I felt that way about Funny Games, thinking, uh, not realizing what it was, uh, just hearing it's the most disturbing movie that, like, people had ever seen, stuff like that. And I heard it was a home invasion movie, so I expected, like, you know... Uh, a caliber of violence that even my um, gorehound eyes weren't quite ready for from realism, and it's not—it's not that, but that's what I was expecting. Uh, have you heard of a movie called The Poughkeepsie Tapes? I've seen it. Yeah. So I—I uh, I actually bought this. Is going to get to a, a little tease for my one of my mini themes, but I bought it on some sale, uh, thinking that it was a. Um, for some reason, I had it mixed up with another movie where I thought it was like an alien found footage horror movie. And it was, you know, cheap. It was on sale and I bought it on Blu-ray. And then like when I got it and I was like sorting stuff, I was like, oh, fuck, this isn't that at all. And then like I read what it was. and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, this would <laughs> not have been something even for cheap. I would have uh, blind bought because I've heard it is like like brutal in a not fun in any capacity way uh some people seem to like it um just because it's like an experience of a horror movie as opposed to in any capacity enjoy it so that is the one on my list peter that i'm like uh i i have i i don't yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah i i think it'll wake you the fuck up um Kay. like if there's if there's a if there's like a part of the month where you're like i really do need something that like <laughs> almost like a uh an anima it's almost like an enema, you know, like <laughs> you've been drinking, you've been drinking Coors Light for so long. You need it to really get you drunk. Coffee. Enema. Like I've seen so much fucking bad stuff that I still can't help but think that like, is this a warning for me or for someone who hasn't seen fucking inside? And I'm not yeah. sure. 
But I guess you could probably judge. Do you think even myself is going to be like, oh, I, this is I don't like this? Uh, you 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 will find I think the intensity of it compelling enough to finish it. Uh, okay. the, the the subject matter I think I haven't seen it in long enough that like my my standards for you know uh <laughs> you know uh social how social issues combine with entertainment like have changed oh, drastically since college. Great. Um. It's not like a it's it's not a movie like a thirty minute rape scene or something. It's just like you know. twenty nine minutes. <laughs> not a not a hair over twenty two. Okay, yeah. it's basically a Seinfeld episode. Um, okay. no, it's a it it, but it is a movie where like your tolerance for uh, women in peril will will be tested. Let's say that. Uh, um, all right. Well, I mean, I'm I, like that's the thing. I, I I own it. Like I I need to get to it. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not happy about it. And then I also have um. Um, I have one other one just on that note um, that I got on DVD and I haven't got around to watching it. Uh, Last House on Dead End Street. Have you heard of that one? No, it sounds like a Last House on the Left ripoff, though. Uh, look it up. It's on like when you like James Gunn made like those like 24 hours of horror stuff. I think he had recommended, but it is on that like excessively, apparently like excessively difficult to watch. Ah, uh, got it, got it. Uh, um, okay, and then um, I am still on the quest to see every anthology horror movie, no matter how bad. Um, so this year, I've got a few of them that all have pretty good uh, reviews. Um, Scare Package is one of them, mm-hmm. um, which is a new one. It's on Shutter. Um, Dead of Night, which is one that I finally oh, yep. have the that's I on my the list DVD too. Of. Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was gonna say there's gonna be some commonalities here, especially once yeah. we get a little further that's, down. The well, list. that's not a bad thing. It's part of the fun. We make these lists separately, and it's always fun to see. Like, oh, interesting. We're both yeah. watching that because it means because when we build the list together, it's like uh, when we when we build these lists like or off of each other's uh, recommendations. Like, I can see like a straight line, but it's funny when both of us are like, we heard from similar sources that this is great, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then this is, I don't think it's quite an anthology horror movie, but I can't argue either way because I haven't seen it. Uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh, oh, it's is... not an anthology horror movie, but one of like one of my favorite movies from last year. I'm excited for you to Sick. see it. Yeah. Uh, and then um, in the sort of Lovecraftian vein, because I'm always trying to keep up with any movies that even sort of have a hint of the cosmic horror, uh, mostly so I can keep building out um Summer of Lovecraft and Winter's Lovecraft months for us for the show. <laughs> um, but I've got Sea Fever. Yep, that's on my list too. Yep, and um, uh, The Beach House. Oh, okay. Um, which I think I I've, I I don't want to spoil it, and I also haven't seen it, so I can't spoil it. But supposedly that has sort of like cosmic horror, sea fishy kind of kind of stuff in it. Uh, and then uh, straight up a uh, Lovecraft adaptation, The Haunted Palace, is on my list. Um, oh, okay. So, so those three are kind of like Lovecrafty, and then um, the only other ones I really want to like touch on uh, are uh, now that I have a Disney Plus subscription. Last year, I, I don't think it was when did it come out? Did it come out after Halloween? Last after year? Halloween, yeah, it was November. So this year, I'm going to try and watch uh, with my wife some of the like Halloween spooky TV horror movies that I liked. As oh, a yeah. Kid. As like probably late in the month, like I am burnt out on violence kind of stuff, um, and uh, you know palate cleansers. And I'm gonna try and watch like the first couple Halloween Town movies, and then um, there's one that I just thought of that uh, it's like there's something under the bed, no looking under the bed or something. 
um, that I, <laughs> I, I, I'm just thinking of the name of it now and it's not officially on my list, but yeah. Uh, and then one that I think a bunch of people are now going to check out is there's this semi-obscure art film called Begotten. Okay. Um, that I think a lot of people are going to check out now because Elijah Wood shared a still from it, um, on horror Twitter and it kind of like blew up. Um, and so, uh, yeah, like I, I'm going to check that thing out. It's just on YouTube and it's like 70 minutes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that sounds awesome. Any, any other ones, Peter, you want to call out? Um, well, I guess if I mentioned Elijah Wood, I, I'm going to watch his uh, Spectre Vision movie. Daniel isn't real. Oh, have, yeah. Um, that seems pretty sick. Uh, every Spectre Vision movie that I've seen, it, it, even if I didn't like it, like I didn't like Greasy Strangler, but I was like, you know, oh, I'm you glad didn't I like Greasy it. Strangler? I love. No, nah, no, not really. Uh, and then uh, I mean, I you don't have to explain it. to me why you wouldn't like it because I, <laughs> that's a I just, movie I that like, I, I immediately understand why someone would like it. I'm surprised I liked it. It's it's uh I like my my stranglers very dry. So Bill, there's a movie called The Greasy Strangler, and it so it's about a strangler. And wait till you hear this. He's greasy. He's he's a bit greasy. He likes talking about how greasy he is too. There's a lot of dialogue about how greasy he is. It's a bit much. Uh, he yeah, is not unaware of his greasy level. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't know if that makes it better. Um, no, nope. but it does. It certainly it's does. Not exactly oh, and then, compelling. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah you know i i just don't know if I, my stranglers need i need to know the the, the text the texture of my my stranglers you know mm-hmm. um oh and then one other thing i read a bunch of the alan moore swamp things this year so i'm actually gonna watch the west craven swamp thing movie and see how that yeah goes. i wish they had you could get that in not sd that was that's what's kind of keeping me away there's not an hd remaster that you can even rent yeah i'm probably just gonna deal with it because i've been wanting to watch it for so many years and i'm itching um so aaron what is on your list what sort of themes are you chasing this month uh so i have kind of three mini themes one is as i kind of already alluded to the the spooky season really like i don't want to get into the idea of you know a witchcraft or demonic possession but it certainly makes us become like fucking drug addicts for horror movies (laughs) um so as we're like watching all these the other thing that happens during the spectacular season is fucking sales of all these boutique labels so i am really bad where i'm like oh shit fuck i'm gonna get this and i'm gonna get this and a lot of times they're like during the halloween week so not only am i like gonna get them after spooktober but i'm gonna be burnt out on horror movies by the time these fucking things arrive and I'm not going to get to them that year. As a result, I have about 30 movies on Blu-ray that are horror movies specifically purchased during the Spooktober season that I have not gotten to. So that's like, that makes up, there's um, there's out of my list right now, which is 52 movies. 30 of those are movies I own on Blu-ray. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and we have a projector set up in the basement. The Blu-rays look great on them. So like... That's a perfect place to also, like, extradite myself so my uh, wife doesn't have to watch whatever stupid shit I'm about to watch um, for a month. So, yeah, a lot of those. And it's a really big mix. It's everything from, like, um, like uh, Dead of Night, which you mentioned, or, like, Karenko or Faust or stuff like that, to, like, um, Season of the Witch and uh, Baby Blood, which is one I'm really excited uh, about. I've heard amazing things, and that was actually unavailable by from Blu-ray for a while. Um, Blood on Saint and Claus, which I've mentioned, um, but then there's also a lot of these kind of weird ones, Peter, that I'm not 
excited about. They just were super cheap at the sales. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm never going to sit down and watch this. So like, <laughs> I, I did that two years ago. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, I have owned this for a decade. I need to watch it. So there's four that like I bought because I, I remember seeing them in video stores or thinking I had heard good things about them. And then, uh, and they were super cheap. They're like five bucks each, which is, you know, relatively cheap for a, you know, they're all Scream Factory Blu-rays. Uh, and I just wasn't being as discerning as I should have been. So there's four specifically that I'm not excited about <laughs> based on after I got them looking them up. And those are American Gothic, the Poughkeepsie Tapes, Daughters of Satan, which I thought would be like, you hear Daughters of Satan, you're like, fuck, I've heard of that. That's good. This I'm one apparently Daughters? I'm a daughters fan of Satan? What could, where could go wrong? I know. Like, I, I like Satan. I like female empowerment. Doesn't seem to be that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sell your soul. Uh, and then uh, Saturn 3, which was a space whore. I was all excited for space whore. Uh, I mean, I'm going to watch it. It's not supposed to be very good. That was a good month, um, by the way. Yeah, so there's just there's four, like, I'm not, like, too psyched about. But that, so there is going to be a little bit of, like, just uh, powering through. Uh, some of these that like look if i don't watch them during a spooktober i'm never gonna watch them and like peter i know you and i both get anxiety about like why the fuck did i buy these things if they're just gonna sit on a show like i need to watch them once even if it was a waste and i shouldn't have bought them but there are like i said there's there's some that i'm super excited about like wolfen and deep rising and blood of saint claus and nightmare beach and stuff like that so that's one like mini theme the other one is i'm doing uh hashtag 52 and 52 this year uh, which is 52 uh, films directed by women over the course of the year. New, uh, Ideally new to you, but doesn't have to be. But uh, as always, I do new to me. So I like uh, so I have a list of, of movies from that list I've been pulling and watching throughout the year. I pulled about 10 horror movies um, from that list uh, onto this. So some uh, stuff I've been meaning to catch up with anyways, like Good Manners and Ghost in the Machine and The Hitchhiker and Nights of Dismember uh, and some recent ones uh, for this year that I'm super excited about that I kind of saved, like um, The Lodge and Knives and Skin and Satanic Panic and stuff like that. So that's kind of one of my other little mini themes. Um, I think I'm about 20 movies away from hitting the target. So watching 10 or so of those over Spooktober will make it smooth sailing to hit my goal by the end of the year. Uh, And some of those movies also reference the other kind of mini theme in there, which is I just haven't watched a lot of 2020 horror movies because I've been saving them for Spooktober because of all the other stuff I've been trying to watch. So I feel like I have a ton that I've been like just super excited to watch that I've saved. So Sea Fever, you mentioned, was one uh, extraordinary. I always like to have some horror comedy in there. That one with Will Forte about the Ghostbusters type in England looked really super funny to me and got pretty good reviews. Uh, Book of Monsters, uh, Gretel and Hansel, um, Backaroo, I think it's called. Backaroo. Yeah, that that's on my list too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Man is the most dangerous game kind of movie. Uh, yeah, uh, The Hunt, which I'm, I'm very interested in seeing, if not as excited. And th- and then probably like the like if I was to look at my list and I always feel bad because like I'm looking at some fucking amazing movies. <laughs> like the one I'm most excited to see and the one that was hardest to wait to watch is probably the Invisible Man movie from this year. Yep, that's on my list, too. I've been I've been uh, I missed it in theaters before COVID happened. And then, yeah, uh, yeah I was just like it's I'm saving it for October. 
I want it to be. Yeah, special. it's been hard though. The amount of times I've almost and I have it on Blu-ray, so it's on that list too. But the amount of times I like almost put it in, like, well, I'm just gonna watch it. Like, no, come on, you have other stuff like for the podcast or like other things that you're trying to get through that you can watch. Um, and then two movies, Peter, that uh, I may be watching for our own podcast that I'd never seen, which are. Uh, I think one of the ones you were alluding to on Bill's list that's going to be tough to watch, which is I Saw the Devil. Oh, no, sorry. No, not on our podcast. I Saw the Devil is the one on Bill's list that I've never seen that you recommend. So I'm going to watch that, too. So, Bill. For quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to we're going to get to experience that one together. Nice. And then one for the, for the podcast, which is Black Mountain side. I, I should note Dark Water is also on this list. However, I have since found out that. um uh, that was not the one we're doing for the show. <laughs> uh, we're doing a different one for the podcast. Watch them both. But, but, well, I own it on Blu-ray, so it fits into that list just fine. Uh, so we're all good there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like, um, Thankfully, the stuff I've, I've purchased over the years has been like um, a pretty good mix of stuff because it's been from like – uh, you know, Kino and um, Criterion and Scream Factory and stuff like that and stuff I didn't get to. And then also, like, it's good to intersperse them with, like, newer movies just because I do feel like they're the stuff you're excited of that uh, excited about that's come out recently tends to just be more compelling for you to be like, oh, fuck, I've been waiting to see Scream Queen forever. So, um yeah, now I can list too. Yeah, I always try to do one documentary, one horror documentary. Rough. All right. Yeah. So, Peter, any on my list that like you're excited for me to see? Oh, definitely. I saw the devil. I'm excited to talk to both of you about that because that's one that I've loved for a long time. I have inexplicably seen it a bunch of times, despite it being kind of long. But it is like. It's the longest on my list this year, yeah. And it's Bill's long, but it's like it, it's it's in no way dry or boring. It's it's gorgeously filmed. Uh, it is brutal. It is cutting, uh, both literally and like, you know, sort of, uh, in terms of its writing. Uh, and it like doesn't, the moment it begins, it doesn't stop until like it's over. Uh, a a fucking crazy experience. We'll make sure, Bill, we'll have to make sure we coordinate like the week we're watching that for recording so we can both talk about it. Yeah, let's watch it at the same time and hold hands. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. I, I, that's what uh, I was gonna say is that Netflix needs to bring back like their sort of like community, um, community watching uh, on actual consoles because we can, we can just do it on PS. We can just do it on PS4 where you yeah share screen. It's just like in a, every hour we'll have to reconnect. Yeah, let's do that. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, we can That'd do be that. Fun. Yeah, okay. then Peter can join in. Uh, yeah. Okay. So other than that, like, there's a few on your list, Aaron, that I'm like. Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm excited for us to get to talk about that um, because we'll 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 have uh, we'll have gotten through it uh, together. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think I saw the devil is the one where I'm like, like shit, you haven't seen that right now. Go watch it right now. That's been in my Netflix instant queue since there was a Netflix instant queue. <laughs> Back when it was yeah. called the Netflix instant queue as opposed to just Netflix. It's a magnet movie, which means yeah. they have a like a long standing deal with Netflix for, for those movies, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, but it also means that like you take them for granted. Um, yeah. But yeah, Bill. Um, I get to talk about those my list titles now. were kind of yeah. Some of those titles were probably nonsense, but uh, do you want to talk about? I want to talk your about my list. Spooktober Challenge. I do.
Well, it sounds like Bill's got this whole thing figured out, so he's going to take us through track by track, so to speak. Well, it's my list. Bill. Of course I have it all figured out. I can tell you why I added... You have you made your own letterbox. I did have to make letterbox, guys. This is a big step. This is a huge step. All right, Bill. So take us through, like, in any order you want, but we're going to go each one. Uh, and we'll tell you who added this to the list as well as like well, that, that, my, maybe like my first quick... two. I don't know okay. because I want to ask. Okay, Aaron and Peter, respectively, who or what is your most what what film are you most excited about me watching, or what's your favorite? Well, hold on, ad? hold on. I'm not to already get super like I mean, like no, you got to. What pick... am I most excited to talk to you about, or what am I most excited for you to see? Okay, fine. Let's go with most excited for me to see. Peter, oh. same question to you. I know, I know mine. I, 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 I think that the one that's going to like really sing for you and the one that you're going to like really re- resonate with is Annihilation. Um, it's because it's like a sci-fi horror movie. Um, and it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I think that's the one that's going to gonna really work for you. I think you're really going to like Get Out too. Well, yeah. Get Out's clearly one that like... I heard so much about it. You can't not be aware of it, right? So, Annihilation. So, I I have my list sorted right now by rating. Okay, yeah, go. No, I have my list sorted by rating, and Get Out is number one. Okay. Um, So, clearly the fans agree with you, Aaron. Annihilation's like middle of the pack, Pete. Nah, I mean, it's a lot of good movies in this list. We did give you like, uh, not I wouldn't say the best of horror movies, but we gave you like kind of the best of horror no, movies. I, gave me, we gave you a good cross. I'm just saying, I, is an is a pure point of data. It is middle of the <laughs> list. What is Annihilation about? I can't wait to discuss math this spooktober. <laughs> Uh, Annihilation is about uh, a alien zone that opens up in the Florida Everglades and a bunch of scientists need to go in and uh, figure out what the hell is going on in this this sort of alien zone and some strange mutations are happening between sort of like nature and uh, this alien presence. I, I would say and I just bought the book which I told Peter about and he did not reply to that text. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll end up buying the book and when we especially when we cover it for the show i would say as far as covers go annihilation looks right up my alley and oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's great get out i, I, I don't know it's kind of hard to say what that one. there's there's movies on here i know you'll love right like okay well then I know you're gonna, we're gonna, love, we're gonna like, no, we're, don't don't yeah. jump ahead we're, yeah, yeah okay we're well, skipping yeah, yeah. to the bottom of my cover list based purely on the letterbox uh thumbnail image I am least excited to watch this movie called House from 1977. <laughs> <laughs> uh, More of a dog guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we did an episode. A couple of these we've done episodes on. House was uh, was in our first year. I, House is up there with like movies I'm excited to talk to you about. I, I if I'm looking at these lists that like Peter and I both did, I think. I may have weighted mine a little bit heavier to uh, what, do I, what What do I want to get Bill's reaction to? Uh, but House is considered a fantastic Japanese horror movie. So this is your ad. Is, it's my ad. It's batshit crazy, but Peter loves it as much as I do. It's in the it's in the Evil Dead sort of category. Like you're going to see some insane, insane, crazy stuff. It's going to be kind of funny, but also like, you know, it... it, it, it it gets it gets brutal later. There's something about Stop. the imagery of that cover I just don't like, and it's from 1977, so it's like two strikes. 
because for and every subtitles, <laughs> you, you do have a few subtitles. Ah, man. See, that's going to be tough for me. Subtitles kill me when yep. I stop paying attention to the screen. I should note, as I'm looking at this, Peter added one with subtitles. I gave you three. Jesus Christ, guys. Four. Sorry, I gave you four. Me fail English? That's impossible. <laughs> I have to read? Okay. Five times you do. Wow. What is... Okay, my next question. Aaron, what is the movie that you didn't think Pete should add and vice versa, Peter? Uh, so actually the one I didn't think that he should add was actually removed. But um, <laughs> it wasn't because I didn't think it was a good movie that you should watch. I texted you about it. I'm like, you are going to have to buy an out-of-print DVD to watch this one. Which is Dawn of the Dead from 1978. Which is, not only did you do uh, Dawn of the Dead, the remake with us, mm-hmm. like... That's one of that's like a perfect horror movie. That is like the movie that helped me get into horror movies. But it ta- it takes effort to watch it beyond. I just, forgot I'm that it wasn't just like on Amazon for four. I know it's it's, it's a Blu-ray weird thing so too. Like yeah, I've never seen it in HD because the Blu-ray that they released before it went out of print is ridiculously expensive because the rights holder like doesn't want to sell it to anyone anymore. Yeah. Uh, but the but the other one, uh, I'm trying to think of no. I there was nothing else that like I really was like. He should get off the list, but I think the one that Peter picked that you're going to not like the most. I don't know how you're going to react to Return of the Living Dead. It's one of my favorites. It's a fantastic movie. It's kind of crazy we haven't covered it on the show. I don't know. That's uh, that's like one. Horror comedies are always a little bit tough to, to gauge how people are going to react. I Now, I have more than enough that Peter can raise red flags that on my list. It is high but, on the uh, list, though, by the way. It's top 10. Maybe not super high, but. It's great. It, I don't in, know what you're In terms of taking. fan rating on Letterboxd, it's probably number 10. Yeah. And House is number three, which or four, which kind of surprised me. But all right, Peter, what's your what's your film that Aaron's trying to put on the list? Uh, I'm not gonna say shouldn't, but the film that I think that uh, I'm most interested to see your your reaction to that I don't know if it's gonna be positive is Eraserhead. Eraserhead's gonna be. He tried very hard to get me to take that one off the list. Okay, so that would have been if we like skip to the next like least favorite GIF for me or a thumbnail. It would have been Eraserhead because it just looks old. It's also from 1977, so it's just not particularly exciting for me i haven't looked Eraserhead is the one i have a few that i'm most excited to hear but like if i had to rank like top three i'm most excited to talk to you about bill well no we're gonna get i there. even said we're to peter as my pitch for can't, as, can't as my pitch for leaving it on to peter i said to peter don't you want to hear what bill thinks about Eraserhead? <laughs> See, that's good <laughs> and that's it fits good. we good talked argument. about these we talked about these mini uh categories and like how some of these are like good either not if not best in class but like respective of, of their genres and i think you can make a case that like for avant-garde horror Eraserhead is the best in that class so it fits that category neatly. okay yeah you're we the list couldn't all be uh neatly served up like horror comedies uh yeah. though that what though there's a lot of them on the list like movies that are very fun and funny yeah. and are like good like you know drinking beer movies mm-hmm. um but uh there's we had to we're, it's we're also a movie about movies. fatherhood too we, so it's like yeah <laughs> that i'm supposed to, to watch with you my some, kid. a couple things that'll uh, we need to get you a couple things that'll uh melt your brain a little bit right yeah absolutely i mean i, I told you guys I, I i need some that i don't like you yeah. so far have picked movies that i do like and that kind of you know 
eventually we're going to have to get my reaction to something I don't want to see. Um, <laughs> I, I think you're like, I don't think you're, it's short. It is yeah, probably it is like, it's probably like nothing you've ever seen. So at the very least, I think you're going to have thoughts about it, which is all you can ask for. Okay. All right. So exactly. you did two, I did one, you did two. I'm going to do one. I saw Ready or Not. I saw that album and I was convinced that was, um, what's her name? Margot. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> That's a very common like thing. She looks a lot like it. And so that suddenly became one of my favorite thumbnails that I wanted to watch. Turns out when I clicked in, it wasn't her, but I'm, I'm still okay with it. So that sounds great because she's in it and she's carrying a rifle. So uh, I'm excited to see Ready or Not, whether or not it lives up You're to You're going to have so much fun with that. That was a... That was a pick of mine, although I know Peter loves it. Uh, it's great. Quite, so good. Quite a bit. That was one of the most fun times I had in theaters last year. Well, good. I'm excited for that one. Okay, so that was number six. Um, okay, you guys already guessed the number one inadvertently, Get Out. Um, what is your respective guests based on letterbox rating for the number two ranked film? Who on this? Um... Video drone. So your guess was video drone, Peter. Oh man, vanishing. Your guess was vanishing. I'm taking notes. This will be fun to go back to later. Um, you're both wrong. In fact, you guys didn't even get uh, number three either. So we get to do this again. But but let's talk about <laughs> video drone and vanishing. Video. If it was to say, is Aaron? Uh, do you want? They were to both do my picks. Yeah. So yeah, wait, um... let's see. Uh, the vanishing was a better guess than video drone. Interesting. I would have, on Letterboxd especially, I would have expected Videodrome to be higher. But uh, so Videodrome is uh, my favorite Cronenberg movie, which is not like one of my favorite horror directors. He basically, I don't want to say invented, but like he made his name essentially inventing at least something of the concept of body horror. Um, and I don't think any movie expresses that better. I mean, he did The Fly, which you may have seen. I debated putting Videodrome with the fly on the list. But I think it's certainly more brain melty. It's more brain melty. It felt like more of like something to get Bill talking. I would be surprised if you didn't like Videodrome just because it's so it's so uh, unique as like a horror object. Um, but it, it, I think it's probably the perfect example of a body horror movie. And then The Vanishing. An example um, of what? Body horror. Like where the, the concept of you having flesh becomes the horror essentially interesting your body betrays you essentially. yeah cool or it stops working the way you expect it to oh yeah like in bedrooms okay peter sure <laughs> oh no wait i, mean, I would recommend was also... i would recommend by the same director the movie crash to learn about that um no wait peter should talk about vanishing even though you added it yeah yeah go ahead talk about vanishing Vanishing is uh is I think the most like uh st- kind of straight drama on the list um though it's very terrifying uh it's essentially uh a abduction story but it's told not from the angle of like ransom or like I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my 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 person back from uh this this dark syndicate uh it's not that kind of movie because there's kind of there's kind of like a hopelessness and a weird dreaminess to the to the whole thing um that uh i i think makes it way scarier and uh way more um like hopeless like i i think it's a movie that's hopeless from from the get 
get go. So yeah, uh, it, I also think it has one of the best horror movie endings. Kind of like oh, so it good. left it left my jaw open when I watched it. I was just like, oh, they can end movies that way. I, yeah, I, you can. <laughs> how do you go about your life after that? I love a good ending like that. But yeah. Peter, you said you know one of the things you said is actually going to be on my grading rubric. I think, which is like the practical nature of the horror. Because, like, to me, something's way more scarier if I could believe it to be true, right? So, like, oh, a body horror yeah. sounds awesome, but it'd be way more frightening to me if I can envision it happening, like, tomorrow. Oh, you're you're going to like The Vanishing, then, because The Vanishing is, is the most realistic thing on the list. Like, there's not a thing, there's not a moment in The Vanishing that it, that is, um... Uh, that, yeah, ha- that, like, that bullshit. probably hasn't happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh yes. Okay, we're gonna. You do have a few like that. You have that. Um, I guess I won't say it yet. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try that again. Yeah. Since I rated by, or their highest rating, number one was Get Out. We're still missing two and three. So you both get another guess. I'll, I'll guess. I'll guess. Peter's guess is Hereditary. I, What's your guess? I'll guess Mandy. Okay, so Hereditary and. Oh wait, I have another guess. Now that I looked at the full list. Do you, do you, but I'll save it. Okay, fine. All right, Peter, why Hereditary? It is not the second best, but you did hit number three. Oh, nice. Um, Hereditary is uh, is similar. I mean, it's it, the only way it's really similar to The Vanishing is that like there's a real drama in there, so be ready for that. But uh, Hereditary is the most unexpected horror movie, I think, of the past few years. Like, It's a movie that you can watch the trailer of. You can get a sense of the, the, the atmosphere of it, the spookery of it. Um, but the, you'll have no idea what's going on in this movie. What, what, the next steps well, of, of the yeah, movie the next in steps, any 15-minute yeah. any segment, you're like... You'll you'll have no idea how it's gonna so end. You look at the the. Cover, I'm gonna say it's the best. Picture I, I, family. I'm, I double checked. I double checked the list. I'm gonna say it's the best acted movie on the list. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. who's got the? It's it? got awesome big performances. Who added it? Oh, it's it's Peter's. But I will say when you I done it. Yeah. when because Pete Peter did his first, and I was like, okay, yep, he's got Hereditary. It, it was it would have been on mine if it wasn't already on Peter. I'm not particularly excited about Hereditary's cover. Fair. It just doesn't it, do much. It, it for is me. not going to lie. It it it's uh it, it's intentionally uh vague. Yeah. They're going to try and like <laughs> downplay and you know let me uh, assume things I shouldn't. So that's good. Yeah, yeah and that director made one of my favorite movies from last year too that we'll be talking about in January quite a bit. I'm sure. I only said that because I thought Mandy's cover was kind of cool. So. Hit me. <laughs> Mandy's cover is it's, it's the book. You it can be judged by the cover. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mandy. So Mandy, I assume, was not number two. No, no. Mandy. Was it Cabin in the Woods? Mm, let me check. No. Oh, interesting. God, what is number two? Uh, so Mandy was the one where when Peter saw that I added it, he goes, fuck, can't believe I forgot about Mandy. Uh, it was it was both one of our favorite movies of 2018. It is it is like no it's definitely like no movie I've ever seen, which I think is. Fair to say, I would say that about a couple movies on this list, but it is like a, I'm not a big heavy metal guy, but it's like a heavy metal horror band's album came to life and like, like a painting on a van, (laughs) Um, but with Nicolas Cage and um, chainsaw fights and like just the strangest, uh, most visually 
ama- a compelling. So you're thing saying I should seen. be high is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah, I. Yeah, I yeah, you could I definitely be high for that one. Yeah, it helps. Um, it is, it is a, it is like a movie about. Um, all right, on paper, Mandy is a revenge movie, and and like it, that's the, yeah, the that's plot it. of it, and could be summarized in one sentence. Right, it's that kind of movie. Like it is not a heavily plotted movie. It's a movie about feel. It's about texture. It's about insane imagery and um, sound too. The sa- and the soundtrack's amazing. Like this is like a loud, he- like a headphones movie, like a loud sort of like uh, experience. Uh, and yeah, drugs would probably help. <laughs> yeah, somewhat related. I I think I'm gonna be John Wick for Halloween. You're gonna be John Wick for Halloween. Yeah, I'm gonna dress up. My, your hair is getting that. I'm long. gonna dress up one of my kids as a small puppy, and I'm gonna wear a black suit and let my hair cover my face. It's gonna be great. <laughs> great <laughs> that's good that's good it's kind of the same thing uh, revenge movie in one sentence so we still haven't figured out number two do you want to go around three by the way mandy was even worse a guess than videodrome oh. mandy's well, like i guess my was real bad well peter i guess it's your guess because i guess cabin oh should we talk about cabin in the woods as long as i guessed it or i don't know yeah it doesn't really it didn't really like happen organically you just kind of threw the name out there but fine well, I thought it was number two. Like, as I looked through the list, I thought it was number two. I do have a new guess for number two, but I'll save it. I, I was going to throw out The Cabin in the Woods as one of the ones I was excited about from a cover perspective because it looks like oh. a Chris Van Allsburg book. Like, the way the house is floating in, like, Zathura or – I don't know if you guys are even know who Chris Van Allsburg is, but – Yeah. Um, he wrote Zathura. Yeah. Uh, and Jumanji. Yeah, and a ton of other good ones. But the cover reminded of it. Jumanji colon the next level. <laughs> I, I, so I, this is going to, I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but Cabin, and I'm going to steal this from Aaron, but Cabin in the Woods um, is definitely a Bill movie. But it's also a movie that's like the exact, let it surprise you, is what I'll say. Don't, don't, literally do not read anything about it. Do not watch the trailer. Just let it surprise you. It was my favorite movie of 2012 when it came out. Every time I watch that, it reaffirms that. Like, it is one of my, easily one of my favorite movies of the last decade. My recommendation on this one, Bill, is to make it your Halloween movie. I think after watching all the horror movies that you're about to watch, I think Cavern in the Woods is the perfect capper, unless Peter disagrees. Hmm. I like that. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like that and that and Trick or Treat, you should watch close to the holiday. I think um, Kevin was just the perfect summation of everything he's watched. Yeah, that's true. Kevin of the Woods will be like a uh, a uh, a thesis statement on everything you've watched. But Trick or Treat is specifically like a horror movie that takes place on Halloween. So like those two at the end of the month should probably be. And they're both super fun, right? Like super either fun. of them is yeah. a drag. Who added Kevin in the Woods? Peter did. Uh, if yeah. he hadn't, I would. I mean, that goes for a few of these, but yeah. Most of them. Yeah, that's a blur. Like, least... I don't know who added Get Out, but it was on the list. <laughs> the only reason I... You did. The only reason I know is because uh, when I added them, I did your list for... So I know just from, like, where the list breaks off, but... Okay. Oh, got it, got it, got it. All right. So you guys both get another shot at number two, then. Number three oh, was shit. Hereditary, and number four was House. So I guess my number, number two is five was Vanishing. So we've kind of boxed out the top five, except for this one movie. I... Is it Army of Darkness? Is that your guess? Fuck. Now I think it might be something. Ugh, damn it. I just, Peter? based on the fact that The Vanishing is number five, I have a different guess now. But I'll, I'll stick with Army of Darkness. Uh, I, this is a bad guess, considering Mandy is middle of the road, but Eraserhead. Okay. And you're both wrong again. 
Can I say my other guess and then we can you probably just gonna need to tell us maybe. Do all three then? Yeah, say uh, yeah. I'll do let the is it let the right one in. Yep. Yep. You nailed it. As soon as I heard he reminded me that vanishing was number five, Peter, I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's let the right one in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I figured a racer head and Mandy could go either way, but uh Yeah, I can't believe a racer head isn't in the top five. Yeah. For letterbox reviews? Eight. But yeah, so Bill, where are we at? What number are we at? Well, I think we got to talk about those three quick. Army of so Darkness, Army of Darkness head, and then let the right one in. We already talked about a racer head. Army of Darkness, I, I picked it just because it's you know Evil Dead in general is popular. You're gonna love it. You love mm-hmm. Evil Dead too. It's short. It's shorter and, and it's shorter and more uh, even Comedic. more ri- ridiculous than Evil Dead too. Like it's just it's a fun one. If you watch something super heavy, it'd be good to get Army of Darkness in after that. Uh, let the right one in is like art house uh, foreign vampire movie. Fantastic movie. But that's why when you said Vanishing was number five, I was like, oh well, the only other one that is even more well regarded than the Vanishing from like that type of uh, horror perspective is Let the Right One. I don't know. It was a, it was a me ad. Maybe I should have added "Let Me In" for him, the American remake of it. But even though I think "Let Me In" is pretty good, um, I I think uh, the pool scene is better done in "Let the Right One In." I think that's the kind of like best horror moment of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Let the, so let the right one in. Yeah, uh, Aaron summed it up pretty well. Uh, it is a like gorgeous sort of, but it's slower uh, art art house uh, vampire movie. So it's not like uh sexy vampires or whatever like it's it's like uh sort of like a beautiful uh is the term nordic right i'm just gonna say scandinavian yes Um, it's set in the suburb of sweden yeah Yeah. so it's this sort of like scandinavian um like uh cold winter kind of movie um and then like as the movie goes on the action starts to pick up a little bit but at first it's sort of like a slow more methodical movie um and it also doesn't say is uh i think you'll i think you'll find the main character kind of interesting because it's just about it's like a kid who just like can't can't quite fit in um and he has like very sort of violent ideas about the world it's very it's a it's a it's a this will be a fun one to see what you think of that one nice yeah what Speaking else do like you... scandinavian horror movies what's the santa one that movie was great oh 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 um rare exports rare yes. exports yes great put movie. that on the yeah. list um all right well then i'll go back to my cover list of mm-hmm. super interesting uh visual choices revenge who added it and why? Uh, it was me it's a recent one so this is a very classic horror trope. We had kind of talked about it in Peter and Mine's list, which is like uh, vigilante ju- justice done by a woman who undergoes horrific uh, trauma or rape or something. And this is actually like that. That is a genre that for the most part was done in the 70s and 80s as like a form of titillation or uh, exploitation. And uh, this is a movie that like kind of turns like it's fantastic horror movie. I think you're actually going to love it. Um it's relatively recent. It's um, stylish. It's stylish. got a thumping, thumping soundtrack. It's got sort yeah. of like Kill Bill stylization. Like it's very colorful. I'm excited about it. It looks yeah. fun. I'm going to go to the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of thumbnails and say that I'm not excited to watch God Told Me To, even though it's got a cool name. But the the, the image on the cover. Peter is, uh, yeah, Peter. Not into it. Least excited about my covers. 
<laughs> it's a it's not a it's not a, a challenging movie to watch at all i would say um aaron, aaron if you want me to take this one um, yeah go ahead it's not a challenging movie to watch at all i would say uh it, it, the cover i think sort of uh makes it look like the cover's like super weird yeah a piece of a piece of shit um but the but it's essentially a uh, a movie about uh a there's a sniper or there's random killings happening in new york in the summertime in the in the 70s and uh, guys got to go fix, solve them but uh it has sort of a supernatural bent um as you could probably tell from the from the that cover. sounds kind of cool yeah, yeah it's it great it also like i i think the the goal here was to to pick one that was like a, a super compelling, not like not like you you are going to have to go with caveats to enjoy what you're seeing, but still that kind of like do it yourself. Like let's just go make a horror movie. Larry Cohen, who directed this, is like he has a whole documentary about like his um, all the different horror movies he kind of like produced with little rules and little oversights and no budget that end up becoming really good. And let the right or sorry, not let the right one in. Um, <laughs> God told me to uh, is especially unique because like he just shot it in New York with no permit. So it has like amazing 70s and 80s or I think I think it's 70s uh, like actual New York stuff because he literally just put a sniper on the roof and people were really scared because there was he was like a guerrilla filmmaker in that time. Sniper on the roof. (laughs) And Andy Coffin's in it, which is weird. It is kind (laughs) of weird. weird. All right. Um, Yeah. What's next? Next two, who's going to pick the bottom? Number 31 by Letterbox Rating. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Father's Day? Father's Day, probably. Uh, I'll, I'll pick something different to, to Wait, who, keep who, it interesting. What was the pick? I picked Father's Day. All right. Um, uh, Life Force, maybe. Okay, so you guys are much better at this game. Um but you both missed the very bottom spot. So tell me about those two. You got um, number 30 and number 28. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, Father's Day is the one yeah, I said on. you should watch with your kids. So that was 28. You yeah. were four off. It is a movie about a demon that rapes fathers to death. Exclusively uh, rapes fathers. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's it's. It's kind of secretly so Peter and I uh, lo- love the filmmakers the Astron 6 the collective that made this movie. We we covered one of their kind of their actual like um attempt to not do a parody of the genre and just do a, a straight horror movie in the void, which is a really good movie. Um this is also I did pick this one. We will probably end up doing the editor a movie they did at some point in the same vein. We will never do this movie on We Love to Watch. So this is kind of like a, excuse excuse the pun, a backdoor way to talk about it on this show. <laughs> it's oh, one of those things where like, you I know, like. Pun. You told I me can't... to watch this with my kids, right? Yeah, that, that was the, this is like, this is the most, it's, it's all done for comedy, but they <laughs> go, like, they go for it. And they are, like, I don't think it's just for like. Peter and I may talk about this when you watch it. Like it is not done as like a, it's supposed to be parroting a genre that did exist, which was like, sex we were just kind of talking about like, yeah, exploitation, like sexploitation, sexploitation for like horror. And this is turning it in a way that like no one likes. And, <laughs> and, and, it, but it, but it, it treats it with the same level of like exploitation of no budget. We need to sell this based on, sex appeal uh but does it about a demon raping fathers to death it is uh it's actually kind of brilliant 
It it is. It is. But it oh yeah is something, Bill. <laughs> it's it's certainly something. Uh, and uh, and then the other one that I guessed would be at the bottom. And the reason I would guess it'd be at the bottom is because I don't think uh, it's covers uh, sweep. By the way, life force. <laughs> oh yeah, life force. Life force is a sci-fi horror movie. Uh, my best pitch for this movie is that uh, if you don't like the movie that it is currently playing, don't worry. In fifteen minutes, it'll be a different movie. Uh-huh. It is also the best movie of all time. It's the third movie we ever covered on the show, and before we had a show. I remember watching this in a hotel room on a business trip and texting Peter uh, or probably Facebook messaging him like, okay, drop what you're doing and watch Life Force. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of So, uh, so Letterboxd disagrees with you, but I'm actually really excited about it now. It's crazy all the way it's through. The it's the craziest movie. Yeah. It's a movie that is directed by a sentient ball of cocaine. Like it is, <laughs> it it is just it it is just. Oh well, you thought this was like an alien riff in space. Uh, nope, not anymore. Oh, you thought it was this kind of movie? No, not really. All right, you thought it was this kind of movie? Like, and it just goes and goes and goes. And Patrick Stewart's in it. So, <laughs> well, and he almost bankrupted the studio because they gave uh, Toby Hooper a bunch of money and he used it all. <laughs> used it all. I don't know. Anyways, don't know. okay. You guys get a second guess for the... Is it uh, Hellraiser 2? Worst choice. That's your guess? Yeah. You can't ask whether or not you're right. You have to guess to Well, I'm saying, it, like, is it, like, in the form of a question? <laughs> Jeopardy right. rules. Uh, Peter... Uh, e- Eden Lake? Okay, you're both wrong. You got worse. Went in the wrong direction. I don't know what's worse. I guess I'm, I can see a lot of people having moral objection to Bone Tomahawk, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> what did you? What was your first guess, Aaron? Hellraiser two. Razor two. So, Hellraiser. Do I, so do I, have you have seen we, Hellraiser one? Have you? No. Have you we seen had it? this conversation and we decided no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, the, we, Aaron and I had this debate and we were like, no, we're good. So Hellraiser two is like I like the first Hellraiser, but Hellraiser two is something really special. <laughs> um, no, you don't need to have seen it, but it's it's basically like. The recap of that before you head off to watch it is that there's a box. Um, it's a puzzle box. When you solve it, uh, Pinhead comes out and other demons who show you a world of pleasure and pain. Okay, I'm in. But it's a yeah. sequel. It's a sequel to a horror movie that's and uh, it's, I think it's been rediscovered as like, holy shit, has anyone seen Hellraiser 2? It's really good. But uh, I definitely like it wasn't on my radar 20 years ago. It's also like arguably like there's only two good Hellraiser movies and people will horror fans will argue whether the the number one or number two is better. So yeah. uh, we're going to give you the the less conventional, more crazy imagery one. All right. Eden Lake. Uh, Peter, did you end up watching this? I kept telling I, you I've to seen watch it. it yeah, one. I've seen it. This is uh, this is uh, uh, I think alongside. Um, I don't know. Maybe not alongside this. I, this is probably the most depressing movie on the list. Yeah. Oh yeah, this and the vanishing are probably the most depressing yeah. movies in the world. It was, and it also was a straight to video. Like it was a Dimension Films for a while started doing like I forget what their brand was like. We're gonna do straight to movie horror, uh, horror on DVD market in like the late two thousands, and it didn't last that long. And most of them were crap. And I started hearing this one was like the one actually really fantastic horror movie they produced. Uh, and I watched it last year and it was like, oh, my God, this is this is not what I was expecting from the setup and uh, it's definitely something worth watching and talking about. 
It's like uh, The Vanishing. It's very, it feels very grounded, very realistic. It's very like, you know, going through the mud kind of movie. It's it's about practice, like... <laughs> the practicals of of trying to uh try to survive in a situation that you should have never been in. Hmm. Okay. Uh who added it? Uh, Aaron added that one. Yeah, I was eating like, yeah. Alright. Do we wanna guess again for the last one or should we say Yeah, I, I do have one more guess. This is how we solved the, the number two spot. It was on your third guess, so yeah, and looking at this again, I wouldn't be surprised if a bunch of people don't like Slither. Yeah, and my guess would be VHS. I'm so glad that you guys didn't cheat, because you very well, or very easily could. Uh, Aaron, you are wrong. Peter, you're right. The game is uh, tied that was my, yeah, at yeah. one to one. Fuck the letterbox users. They don't like VHS? Well, it still has a... I, I'm, I'm just cheating on this one page. It oh. still has a something. I, I can't see the actual rating. Um, 2.9 2.9 oh yeah that's that's pretty low um, what is vhs well, 2 so i decided to add little nicky because it seemed very much like a horror movie and that's 2.2 so technically that's lower but that's not how the <laughs> list you guys gave me <laughs> is that just uh is that ju- that's just um to to round out the list to have more movies you can watch with your child my, you my know friend, vhs vhs 2 also has 2.9 so um, i don't know all right well hit me with what's slither yeah, Slither, uh, horror comedy. It's by James Gunn, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yes. Um, and and um, it's his uh, first movie he directed. It's yeah, it's uh, it's got also um, handsome face Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, uh, yeah. Castle himself is the lead. Um, and it's uh, it's it's a horror comedy, so it's like ooey and gooey, but like there's some really awesome uh you know sort of like uh redneck wisecracking jokes but the whole time it's actually like a very well-rounded kind of movie like Mm -hmm. it's not all a joke there's actual drama when we did it on the show aaron and i had a debate about whether or not the movie over humanized the main villain um and so i think that sort of says that like it's it's a real movie it's very funny it's gonna be that's gonna be sort of like in the Return of the Living Dead, Army of Darkness, Trick or Treat Camp, where it's like, um, it's a it's a a beer drinking movie. It's it's a it's a it's sort of a, a party movie. I like. Was was I on the overhumanizing side? Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. No, well, like it sounds like it from knowing the two of us. But I, <laughs> I like Gun and Nathan Fillion, so now I'm excited for that one. Oh yeah, yeah there's a lot of like good. shotgun shooting zombies, blasty heads, slug yeah. slug boys, like ton boys. of fun. Well, good deal. Okay, so this my questions get harder. I realize now that like by process. Why don't of we just go through the rest? Yeah, let's yes. let's comb out the rest of the list. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna start from the top down and hit ones we haven't covered. Okay. So at number six is I saw the devil. Yeah, okay. that's the one I haven't seen. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun for all of us to talk about. So that's a yeah, revenge. We'll try to do the PS4 never, share and I'll watch it together. together. Yep, and we're yeah, gonna yeah. hold hands. Skip Eraserhead, then an American Werewolf in London. Uh, great! Like, cla- it's a classic like horror movie. Um, <clears throat> like the um, if you look at a list and like, what's the best vampire movie? What's the best? This will usually be the best. Werewolf. How's the resolution? I'm just envisioning watching. Like, it's a, no, it's, it's a really there's, a, there's a great HD transfer you'll be able to like rent. yeah it's, it's a really pretty movie yeah. um and it's it's about two guys that go to the scottish moors um 
and uh, they 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 run, have a werewolf encounter. Um, and so, is directed yeah. by an actual murderer, <laughs> John Landis. So yeah, he, he knew really? he knew how to get in the mind of the how to get in the mind of the werewolf. Yeah, he murdered three people on the set of Twilight Zone. Look it up. He also directed Blues Brothers. Hmm. Okay. And Blues Brothers 2000. <laughs> yeah, because it's harder to get good gigs after you murder three people, including two children. On the set of Twilight Zone the movie. On the set of Twilight Zone the movie. On the worst segment. Like, maybe Joe Dante kills one person. That's the best segment. Uh, George Miller's Nightmare on 20,000 feet. But you're you're killing people on the racism is wrong segment? Go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, so, but uh, American Werewolf in London, um, great. Like, this is, yeah, this is all yeah, yeah, the got best it. werewolf movie of all time. Pre-murderer. Okay. Pre-murderer. <laughs> all right, then Videodrome we talked about. Return of the Living Dead we talked about. We Next is In the Mouth of Madness. Oh no! God, this one. Peter, I'm really surprised this didn't make your list. I actually just rewatched it because I got the uh, Shout Fa- or Scream Factory uh, Blu-ray and uh, rewatched it on the projector. Love it. Uh, it's it's like uh, it's we we call Ooh, it's it. I think John like the, Carpenter. John yeah. Carpenter. It's his like last the best. Great Sam Neill. Mm, little dinosaur yeah, action. There's zero dinosaurs. Damn. But it's kind of like, uh, as you know, we're big Lovecrafting horror. This isn't a Lovecraft adaptation. It's an it's an interpretation of like Stephen King and Lovecrafting themes into uh, something just fantastic. It's it's great. It's like a psychological horror movie, but it's still fun. It's not a it's not a um, a drag at all. All right, it's, yeah. It's we're fun. gonna follow that up with the host. Yeah, this was a late addition from you, Peter, replacing Dawn of the Dead when we took, we we're thinking about taking it off. Yeah, yeah. This is another one that, um, this is, uh, directed by Oscar winner, uh, Bong Joon Ho, um, the guy who directed, uh, Parasite. Um, and this is, this is his, like, creature feature, um, dash, like, it's a family adventure movie. And I'm wondering, Bill, how you're gonna react to this as, like, a dad. Cause, like, a lot of the movie is about, like, a family trying to cling together in the face of catastrophe um but it's not uh a drag either i know i just used that that uh, a second ago but it's a ton of fun it's a fun it's a fun movie um that is has a lot of dramatic heft to it we're gonna skip army of darkness bone tomahawk uh kurt russell's in it it's a horror west horror western yeah yeah it's a it's a movie it's respectful of indigenous people yeah <laughs> oh so that's what you meant by morally object to it I, I was kind of like waiting for like the punchline on why people would morally object to it and i wasn't really sure what the name like bone tomahawk quite yet but it, it finds a weird suspicions. way to couch it finds a weird way to be like uh this movie isn't racist against indigenous people um because these uh, are monsters th- these, <laughs> these are monsters this is a whole different race altogether yeah. <laughs> oh man uh, but it's without, yeah, without revealing it's too really much, bad. Uh, yeah. uh, it has one of the most disturbing kills I've ever seen in a horror movie. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, uh, Kurt Russell is amazing in it and it's like a legitimately good Western too. Okay. Um, we skip Annihilation, Mandy, It Follows. So I heard about this one too. I don't know. Yeah. This one is famous. <laughs> uh, this is like yeah. sort of a famous, uh, like it, it became memes uh it became like it, it was a it was sort of a crossover hit for it's not just for like horror nerds or whatever like um it's essentially a uh a a a, a super scary um pursuit movie so sort of like a more supernatural movie of a of a, an entity that follows you whenever um 
let's let me let me rephrase that. Uh, an entity follows you whenever you have uh, sex with somebody in a specific chain. Mm, that's and, fun. And uh, so kind of like the the. Yeah, it's that. It's 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 it is it is it is uh you know it's a, the very subtle metaphor for venereal disease. Uh, but it's a, essentially if you have uh, somebody that has uh has the curse on them, if they have sex with you, they you pass on the curse to you. And like, but if they kill that person, then they come for the, that next person. So like, they people have the sex, they pass it on, but they go now have sex, like because people wanted this further down the chain as they can. Okay, uh, trick or treat. Uh, Trick or Treat is an anthology horror movie, sort of. Um, it's it's a bunch of short stories all kind of uh, stitched together. It's all about um, different uh, spooky stories happening in a small town around Halloween. Um, and it's 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 it got great fall vibes, um, like uh, you know falling leaves and, pumpkin and spice kids lattes. Running around the PSL there's, there's pumpkins flowing. But the yeah, there's it's a trick or treat is uh, I think yeah you, you save that in cabin for the cabin in the woods for the end of the month as sort of like fun cappers on the month because trick or treat is just like I think I think you might have seen it but we were all very loaded um, so I put it on the list anyways it's it's like sober Bill's never seen it so well, I'm not sure he ever will. Um... <laughs> But that's we watched okay. it at Charlie's bachelor party, like as at like four a.m. after everyone was kind of like <laughs> already passed out. Yeah, I was all sorts of messed up like three hours after I landed, so unlikely I remember. Um, okay, kill list. Ooh, that's that's, a, that's, a, that's definitely a Peter pick, and I will just say that uh, it was one of the movies that when we first started being friends, he's like, I feel like there was a monthly reminder, like, so kill list. Have you watched that yet? It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> do you fill out your uh, Do you fill out your reports yet, Aaron? Your killers yeah. reports. Um, your li- the this this list is on your list. Uh, it's <laughs> this the worst hollow notes cover I've ever heard. <laughs> this list is on your list <laughs> because uh, this list is on your list. I, I think that <laughs> I think she's a rich girl. She's gone too Dif- far. Different song. Damn it, Bill. I'm aware. She's Are a you Bohemian Grove girl, and she's gone too far. Um, but uh, kill us. Uh, this is you a uh, matter anyway. <laughs> you can rely on your old god's money. Uh, <laughs> the uh, she's a rich girl. It, it, it lived up. I will say it lived up to the hype, though. Peter did not oversell. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, for those following along at home, we're getting pretty li- low. I mean, I'm not sure. He's a Letterbox man killer. Agrees. Man killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, so, uh, Killist is a, a British horror movie. Maybe watch it with subtitles. Um, maybe maybe <laughs> one and a half of my movies have subtitles because they've got this like this. No, British you got the host that... too. Oh yeah. Okay. So so I'm at two and a half. But I would, uh, this is this is definitely a half one because I remember Ryan and I watching this for the first time and he's like, and they're, they're like British guys like, you fucking did it. It kind of depends how how much you watched Monty Python and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels in junior high to high school. If it's a lot, you're fine. I had a lot of English friends in junior high, so we're okay. Yeah, so it's it's. uh, I was gonna say, you you sound like y'all from London. (laughs) Uh, Then you speak the the bastard father tongue, uh, and I watch Peaky Blinders, so you know. Peaky Blinders. Achilles is great. Uh, it's ostensibly about a, uh, a a traumatized sort of war vet who 
uh, signed up uh, to be a hitman um, and uh, for, you know, organized crime syndicates. And he does more like advanced jobs where, um, you know, more sensitive jobs and uh, that they. And require. he finds out it's hard to hit it and quit it. <laughs> <laughs> the Baba Yaga. Can we do an alternate? If we ever do that movie, that's the alternate tag. So it's hard to hit it and quit it. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Uh, All right. That, that I got be- it. Hitman. I'm excited for that one. Uh, are we where are we at uh, we, we at? only have two so i i just know that we only have two left but bill go ahead uh terrified so terrified is uh probably the like uh, of so i it's not my favorite horror movie of like the last five years but it is the movie that probably scared me the most which i just watch too many horror movies it's not i'm not trying to like humble brag but like to actually kind of get like, oh, fuck, a little bit unnerved and maybe I want to go turn on a light <laughs> or something like that takes a lot. I can think of a few movies in the last 10 or 15 years that have done it. Uh, Terrified is one. Uh, so it felt like a good one to like throw on the list as something that, you know, may actually scare you. And it's not scaring from jump scares. And it's not scaring from like gore effects. It's just uh, intensity scares, which usually is what gets me the most, which who knows yep. the movie we haven't done yet? Uh, I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Aaron, you want to go? Well, do you know it too, Peter? Yeah. Count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Drag, drag me, to me to hell. Um, yeah, drag me to hell. Um, do you want to uh, do, you wanna do our, our recap? This I was just going to say, so we did debate so, adding this so just, we just because. Did, yeah, we did. No, keep going. We're going to do this. Oh, I was, I was going to say that we, yeah, we, did, we, we debated adding we this. We debated adding this. Oh, we're still. Oh, I see what you're doing. I'm like, I thought, so you know, we did, we do deal with Skype delays, and we cut out for a little bit. I'm like, I'm not sure what's going on, but I think maybe, maybe someone's not recording or something anymore. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we're doing a month of essentially Sam Raimi movies right now. Uh, Army of Darkness is another movie, is an actual movie that you'll be watching that we covered. But like, you loved Evil Dead too. It's Sam Raimi, same director. It's kind of his return of to horror movies after he did the Spider-Man trilogy. It's very different from Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, while still having that same like v- almost impossible to replicate vibe. Okay. Yeah, because it's fun. It's fun, manic comic sort of energy, um, while still being like, like overwhelming and scary. But yeah, and then but yeah, he'll, he'll he'll like pick a moment to like be like incredibly funny, and then five seconds later, you're like, oh, that's kind of unnerving. <laughs> All right. So what do I watch first? Oh, geez. Yeah, what do you kick off? I think you do something like um, I think you do something recent. Um, oh, Bill, wait. So- let's let's ask a let's ask a question. Like, what? Yeah, definitely recent, Aaron. Uh, are you looking for something spooky first or something fun to, like, get your spirits up? Mm, probably spooky. Oh, just do Terrified first. Then you'll get one no, of the subtitles. No, I, I don't anyway. start them with subtitles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, don't do that. I, need uh, I say you start with, uh, I, I, I say you start with It Follows. Yeah. All right. Do It Follows and then do uh, Annihilation, maybe? Yeah. And then you'll have gotten, Ooh, like, or Ready or Not. That's just fun. Yeah, maybe it follows I, then ready or not. How about it follows annihilation, ready or not, and then ready or not will be the first like fun, fun, fun one. Um, and then and, and then, then just start mixing up. And then start mixing up. If you do something kind of heavy, do a fun one, and, and we can help uh, guide your list. Yeah, as you we'll, go. we'll help you. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I took yeah. uh, great notes on all thirty-one movies. I think I might rank them before I watch them, based solely yeah. on your guys's uh, 
recommendation. Yeah, ma- making an order for you, I think, will be helpful to kind of like mix and match now that we kind of described it. Because it's true, like, you probably don't want to watch Kill List and The Vanishing back to back. But uh, even if they're even if they're great movies. But yeah, this is uh, this turned into almost a full episode or basically a full episode. But um, I think I think it's going to make it extra fun this year that not only are Peter and I going to be talking this. I'm I'm really excited to talk about a lot of these. There's a couple I may try to sneak in a rewatch of, too, just because, as I said to Peter, after we like kind of finalized your list, you're like, I I said, uh, man, I just want to make this my fucking Spooktober list and just watch all these over again. Because it, it really is a good list. All right. Well, awesome. Let's do this. When can yeah, I start? All right. Uh, not, you can't start till October 1st based on our rules. Um, we'll probably – you'll probably hear from us. Uh, again, two updates mid-October. So think October 10th, October 20th for listeners or somewhere in that, that, that range. And then a, a final recap, ranking, and all that kind of stuff we do. Uh, sometime usually the first week in November. So you'll cool. probably hear another episode here in like 10 to 12 days. You'll hear more. <laughs> Have a spooky Halloween. We didn't say spooky nearly enough. Uh, We will. Spook, 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 There it is. Spook, there it is. Spook, yeah, spook in the game. And shivers down your spine. Shrinking skulls will shock your soul. to We Love to Watch. If you made it to the end, hopefully you liked what you heard today. And if you'd like to hear more, please go to patreon.com slash we love to watch. And if you can chip in a few bucks, that would really help us keep the lights on and keep us moving forward. Uh, it wasn't an implicit threat by Peter. He just didn't know how to say it. But either way, we'll continue to make more. But it would be helpful uh, as we explain to our loved ones where all our money is going, which is all on server space. Uh, <laughs> if you can't, <laughs> uh, if you don't have a few bucks to chip in, we totally understand. And you want to support the show. We truly, absolutely would appreciate a uh, review on iTunes. I know every podcast says it, and it's because it really does help. And so every podcast wants that help. So please go leave us a positive review so that when people find this show organically, they hopefully want to tune in and listen. And thanks again for all of your listenership and support and time throughout the years. Uh, We really do appreciate you. Uh, With kisses and smooches, Peter and Aaron. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>